Welcome to Ag Vic Talk, keeping you up to date with information from Agriculture Victoria. A teenage girl who dreamed of being a farmer was then told by a school's career advisor that girls don't do agricultural subjects at school. It sounds like the sort of guidance that was dished out in the times of black and white TV. However, for Jess Knight, she received this guidance at a regional school during the internet age in the year 2000. Jess followed the advice, gave up her dream and went on to study law. Fate, though, sometimes plays a hand and Jess is now firmly on the land and helping other young farmers in the industry. To find out about her unusual path and the skills she brings to running a farm, she joins me in the AgVic Talk studio. Jess, thanks for your time. Well, I'm happy to be here. Jess, could you almost describe yourself as an accidental farmer? I get the impression that you wanted to be <laughs> one and then you went on another course and now you are one. Yep, that's exactly it. It was um, a running joke in my family, actually, that Jess would never marry a farmer. And um, that's where I ended up. So. <laughs> so you grew up on a farm? No. So I grew up in town. I had my grandfather worked on a beef and sheep farm. My uncle was a dairy farmer. So I was from a really agriculture area. But yeah, grew up in town myself. So you went off to study something entirely yep. different. Yeah, so I was always interested in agriculture. It was what I wanted to do at high school and I was told by a careers advisor that no, girls don't do ag subjects. Go off and do something else, work in an office. So I ended up going to Melbourne and getting a law degree. Then in the last year of my law degree, which I was doing by correspondence, I met my husband and then decided, yeah, that going back to the city wasn't for me. Jess, I have to ask, what year was it that you were told that girls don't do farming. You don't sound that old to me, so I'm just surprised that you were being told that. <laughs> I graduated in 2003, so yeah, it would have been when I was in about year 10. So yeah, not that long ago, but I think in probably the past 15 years, things have changed a lot for girls in agriculture. Well, I would hope so, and you're living proof that that's exactly the case. So you met your yep. husband, and he was from a farming background, but it wasn't a case of him just taking over the farm, was it? No, definitely not. So he'd come from a farming background. His parents had a beef farm, and straight out of high school, he, he wanted to do agriculture. It was what he was his passion was, and he got an apprenticeship on a dairy farm and did all of his apprenticeship and that. And then he went overseas for a year in Canada and worked on some cropping farms and uh, that over there. And then the year that he got home was the year that we met and I'd actually been overseas doing exchange in Denmark. So we'd both had our sort of travel and everything. And yeah, we met and I think within about Oh, a little over a year we were married. He wanted to get his own farming operation and, and so did you. But that's easier said than done for a young couple though. It's not a cheap thing to yes, do to get into definitely. a farm. No. So he was working on a farm, managing a dairy farm. And we always wanted to buy our own farm. But yeah, the reality of that, of you know, the amount of money that it takes to purchase a farm now was just sort of something that you know we saw it as a bit of a pipe dream. And then... The farm next to his parents was a dairy farm and we just approached the owners one day and just said, you know, if you're ever interested in selling, let us know. And then probably about a month later, we heard back and they were like, yeah, we'd be interested in selling. And we were like, 
Oh, okay, sure. So we went through all the process of hashing out all the details and we were lucky that we had family support to go guarantors on our loans so that we could actually purchase the property because I think without that family support and backing behind you, purchasing a farm these days is just, it's not reachable. Jess, it is a very expensive thing to get into, but then you did get into it and then found, well, it's not just actually the physical side of operating the property and producing the milk in your particular instance. There's a lot more involved. And that's where I understand you guys became a real team. Yeah, definitely. I think we bought the farm and we knew that it was going to be a lot of hard work and a lot of long hours and the physical, practical side of it. And then we sort of went, oh, there's all this behind the scenes stuff that needs to be done as well. And I think that just sort of naturally fell to me as I was in the house. I had a two-year-old and a three-month-old at the time. So getting actually out on the farm each day wasn't much of a possibility. So yeah, doing the books sort of just fell into my lap. So it's the business of running the business, essentially, in some regards, isn't it? Exactly. And I think that's something that sort of, I guess, farming seen as just the everyday out in the paddock getting all those jobs done. But there's so much more to it on the business side that also is needed to make it run well. So how did you throw yourself into this? I mean, it seems that you've really immersed yourself deeply into you know the administrative side and there's a lot of software out there to help you these days but it's a labyrinth it definitely is so for me it was we picked an accountant that worked really well Uh, we knew they had a good reputation with farmers so we went along with them and I think I got about a half an hour introduction to how to use our accounting program and from there it was just a learn as you go type situation so for me it was you know, a lot of emails, a lot of phone calls to our accountant going, you know, what am I meant to be doing here? How does this work? Where does this go? And I think it was just that learn as you go factor that made it work for me. Well, you're obviously no slouch. They don't generally just hand out law degrees, but accounting's (laughs) a very different domain, isn't it? Yeah. I think finance was never my my strong suit, but I've definitely, yeah, taken it on gung-ho and come out of it on the bright side at least. (laughs) Developing a good relationship with your accountant seemed to be first and foremost, and then really self-teaching in a particular accounting side of it. Is it also about building a network around that? I understand you're involved in a lot of different groups. Yeah, it's definitely about having people to talk to and, you know, you'll be at something and someone will say, oh, look, I do it this way. And and that's the definite case of it that I think I've changed the way I've done my books just in the past six months based on some information that a friend gave me and said, oh, look, I've been doing this. It cuts my time in half. So definitely like we're involved in a group that our accountant runs and it's all young farmers like us and we put all of our figures on the table every year and we go through and we look at it all and see how we can improve our finances. So you're actively sharing all those what some people would consider quite intimate details with other primary producers? Yes yeah yep so yeah I think it's what makes the group work is that everyone's honest and upfront and we all want to see each other succeed so doing it this way it just it works. That sounds like an amazing living classroom experience really. 
It definitely is because, yeah, we'll have a, a focus farm each month and we'll go over any issues that they're having or any plans that they're putting in place. We were the focus farm a couple of months ago because we're just in the process of building a new dairy. And we took our facts and figures in and literally they went through and picked through it with a fine tooth comb, put up every possible scenario that you could look at and every problem with it. And yeah, it, it helped us because it's not just us looking over it then it's getting the different viewpoint of probably 10 different people that sounds like an amazing opportunity that could also be a little bit scary too though does it ever prevent you from making a decision oh yeah it's definitely scary i think we got home after that session and just sat there a little bit shell-shocked to be honest with some of you know the things that have been put at us that you know well what if this happens and you know what about the cost of this and it does make you sit back and go wow are we doing the right thing here but i think in the end if you don't look at all the possible scenarios, then you're not doing yourself any favours. Have you learnt in this particular process too about the efficiencies of actually having good back-end systems and the money you can save and also I imagine also identifying opportunities to save money out in the field? Yeah, definitely. It's it's looking at um, your day-to-day procedures and saying, well, yeah, I can save things here and getting ideas from other people that say, well, look, you know, we implemented this and, you know, it's really benefiting us. And yeah, it just sort of opens that door to new ideas. Jess, I understand you're not shying away from the concept of exposing yourself to new ideas because you're now doing further study in this particular field. Yeah, so um, I'm at the moment completing a Master's of Agribusiness uh, at Marcus Oldham. And yeah, my subject at the moment that I'm doing is um, global commodities, which is, yeah, very finance-based and a lot of learning, a lot of new terms and things to wrap my head around. But yeah, I think that I'm always someone who's looking to learn more and do more. You talked about the group that you were tied up with your through your accountant, but are there other groups you're part of as well that you know you use and draw upon and add to to try and build your own experience? Yeah, so locally we've got uh, the Young Dairy Network. So that's made up of all local young dairy farmers and they hold events and uh, information nights so that you can learn more about the industry and it's a really good focus group for those young farmers that are looking to take the next step in their career. We've also got a Women in Dairy which is really great to get out there and talk to other farmers' wives and other mums who are going through all the same things as you. And most of them uh, take on the same role in the farm as me. So it's good to sit down and have a chat with, you know, people that are in the same place as you. Then uh, on a more wider scale, I'm a member of the Young Farmers Advisory Council, which is a fantastic group made up of young farmers from all across the state, all different agriculture industries and we meet with representatives from AgVic and other places, sometimes with the Minister for Agriculture and just go over, you know, what issues young farmers are facing and what we can do to help them. You're involved in an incredible amount. On top of being a young mum and having a dairy running in the background, do you ever get five seconds to put your feet up? Um, I think that's just part of who I am and I think my husband's very much the same where we don't put our feet up much but I think we work hard and the time that we do get to ourselves we enjoy probably more for having worked hard the rest of the time. Jess what advice would you give to anyone listening to this who is about to for want of a better description take over the books? I think it's that no question's too silly to ask. You won't be the first one to have asked it and you won't be the last. 
Well, Jess Knight, you're certainly no slouch in terms of taking over the books and a whole range of things that you were involved with. Thank you very much for joining me today in the Ag Vic Talk studio. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to Ag Vic Talk. For more episodes in this series, find us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We would love to hear your feedback, so please leave a comment or rating and share this series with your friends and family. All information is accurate at the time of release. Contact Agriculture Victoria or your consultant before making any changes on farm. This podcast was developed by Agriculture Victoria, authorised by the Victorian Government Melbourne.